Football, baby! Losing sucks. Live mock draft tonight. We've got 12 of our closest friends on Twitter who have reserved a spot in this mock draft. It's one of our final mock draft episodes. We're bringing the energy tonight. We've got a 12-team, single quarterback, half PPR league. Dustin will be going from the one spot. I will be going from the three. Um, Like I said, we've got other members of the Losing Sucks team in this draft, so there will be a lot of smack talk going back and forth. And... I think Dustin is going to shake up the draft with a little bit of a different strategy. So he says, we'll see if he passes on his guys. Um, Dustin, how's it going? We got back from the hall of fame, uh, fantasy football expo on Sunday night. How have you been this week? Are you excited for the bears tonight? Um, so I'm doing well, man, doing well. Appreciate you asking. That was an awesome trip. A wonderful experience at the, fantasy football expo met a lot of industry folks man learned a bunch of stuff got to really talk and know people because as you know people are much different in person than they are on the internet a lot of pleasant people man a lot of pleasant people i was shocked you know actually putting faces to names voices to names Met our guy Coach Bruce out there. Got to meet you know Patrick Pucci. Met a whole met a whole bunch of people out there. Superstars, and superstars, guys. We've you know been interacting with from day one. Um, coming back, I'm tired. Had a long week. You know, jumped right back into the whole rigmarole of of actually having a life and doing fantasy football. We've got a lot of exciting stuff that we're working on. So. You know, the grind never stops, but man, I'm feeling good. I'm ready for a mock draft, ready for the 101. I'm going to shake it up, man. Shake it up. Uh, I've got the Bears on my mind. We've got Seattle in a very, very meaningful second preseason game. It's a lot at stake here. I don't know if you've heard, but people are betting on these, so pocketbooks are going to get a lot lighter. I am not. However, the betting that I have done are the $3 best balls on underdog, and Let's just say these star running backs are starting to really fall come draft season. People are are buying into the zero RB. I think they've been listening mm-hmm. to Jacob way too much. <laughs> and therefore, we are getting Mixon and Najee and crew to start the second round, which is unbelievable. Wild. I hope that happens tonight. It's crazy. Um, fantasy never stops at losing sucks. Yes, we're back to work. It is reality. But I think we spend as much, if not more, time talking fantasy than our real job. Probably most people in this 12-team draft do the same. So with that being said, let's kick this thing off. Um, We've got 13 rounds, and it'll go back and forth. And by the time you blink, Travis and Dustin will have shown you how to draft. Um, That's right. Hopefully we've got green dots. We're missing a few. When I hit start draft, we're going. Are we ready? Let's go ahead and turn it on. Get this thing rolling. All right. Three, two, one. We are underway. Dismo is on the clock. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So I'm here at the 101, and I look at the board, and what a surprise. Justin Fields is still on the board. (laughs) You You didn't go with the Fields jersey tonight, even on game night. No, going with the classic. It's Gale Sayers tonight, uh, coming back from the Hall of Fame. So, uh, it's no shocker. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey here. Great choice. Thank you. Great choice. Best player in the world, to put it frankly. I've never seen Jacob at the two spot, so I'm excited to see. Does he pass on Taylor? Does he force himself to draft a running back and change everything we know about his identity? Well... Are you getting a double beep here, or is that just my I am going to turn off the beeping on the draft. How about that? How about that? How about I act like I've done this before? Oh, he joins in, goes auto, and Austin Eckler is the number two player off the board. Look who falls into my lap. Somebody was saying something in in the group chat earlier tonight. 
about it feels like Christmas season, which is true. I feel like we're mocking every day, all day. And what a better way to start this one than with Jonathan Taylor at the three. (laughs) That, oh man. Uh, Tough call. It is a tough call. It is a very tough call. I don't envy the choice. Um... With that being said, Justin Jefferson goes off the board this first round. So can we talk about this first round? Because you know what? Uh, just a little bit of a peek into the lives of Travis and Dustin. We have our home league draft. Oh, the yeah. Little, the Little Giants League. And that is on Sunday. We have our keepers input since last Sunday. Everybody knows who some people are keeping. Or in this instance, Travis, this year... Who's not not being kept? One Super team decided available. not to keep a player. So we're here, first round. I did not. I don't want to reveal my secrets for this draft coming up. Um, so I I'm gonna try and keep keep my strategies to myself for that draft. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a week, give a couple days actually. And then uh, coming back next week, I want to let the people know how it really went down. Um, yeah, I'm, so the way our home draft works is you get to keep one player. They cost you the round draft pick where they are currently ranked in the consensus pro ranks. Um, my choice is ha- has been made. It is Travis Kelsey being kept in the second round. Dustin is keeping Travis Etienne. It's only costing him a fourth round pick. And Dustin drafts at the eight. I'm at the nine spot. So there's a group of two or three guys. My entire draft, basically, my plan will change depending on who Dustin takes right before me. And then we'll go from there. But I think this back-to-back years that we have been right next to each other in the yeah. draft and the sniping is just... we're Everybody's having a great time. We're sitting there sweating. Yeah. it, it This league has gotten better and better each year. Um... But going back-to-back is painful with you because I know who you like, you know who I like. There's no secrets, really. It's just a, I, if, I, if I want this guy, I know I have to take him around early. Otherwise, Travis will take him. Yep. So it's going to be a lot of back and forth. But back to the matter at hand, Travis, the usual suspects go in the first round. No real surprises. Alvin Kamara uh, finally Alvin Kamara is in the first. Back up at the 111. Welcome back to the first round, sir. Nice to have you. Travis Kelsey at the 2-1, and we're back to the Kamara team. Looks like we have another little bit of a timeout with Aaron Jones, two guys that are very similar, similar roles this year most likely, and Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara. I don't, I don't mind that start. Devontae Adams, someone super interesting to me. He shouldn't be so polarizing. He's, he, I, I still think, is the best receiver in the world. And yes, he doesn't have Rodgers, but it's Devontae Adams and his quarterback is plenty good. I am fine with Devontae Adams to start the second. Um, Alvin Kamara is the one that has caught my eye so far. And I know we just talked about him, but I am totally fine. If you have Kamara just over the Aaron Jones mixing Barkley's, Mm-hmm. take him in the at the end of the first and take whichever one of those running backs comes back. Alvin Kamara is a game-breaking type running back. Um, Aaron yeah. Jones can be too, but I think we'll find a little bit more consistency with Alvin Kamara just because he's not going to be splitting quite as much as Aaron Jones. Um, looking down the, you know, looking at the game and seeing Aaron Jones on the sideline at all is something you're not going to feel much with Alvin Kamara. All right. No, I agree. I was hoping for CeeDee Lamb here in the second. That is not going to happen. So I will have to pivot real quick, run it out of time. It's going to be Leonard Fournette. I'm going to lock up both running backs and feel good about the volume from both of these guys. I really like that. Tyreek Hill goes right after you. You know, Javante Williams, Nick Chubb in the second round as well. Stephon Diggs kind of getting some value there in the mid-second. I'm looking here at this pick and... There are two guys that I already know I, I really like, and I feel like I'm going to take them because I feel like they're values. Um, I really wish that this clock was a minute long. I really do. I wish the guy that set up the Can draft, I change this real quick? Can I pause this, or is it? are you not able to do that? Um, I feel like you might be able to. I 
not entirely right, sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk losing what we have so far. So we'll keep it. All right. So we're we're good. Um, looking at the the rest of the the board, I still like my guys. I gotta take my guys. Yep. I gotta take my guys. I don't mind it at all. Um, puts me in a little bit of a spot here. Debo Samuel. I don't think he repeats close to what he did last year, but I still think he is an awesome weapon. Um, I'm good at running back here, so I'm going to take Mike Evans. I think he's has the highest floor and ceiling of the guys on the board right now. So back to back bucks for me, the two biggest pieces of that offense to go with Jonathan Taylor, right? And for those listening, I took Kyle Pitts and Travis Etienne at the two three turn. It felt icky. It felt early. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt but early. You're not afforded the game of ADP when you are at the turn. You just kind of have to look out over the landscape, pick the guys you like that you do not think will be there. I knew I wanted to have tight end in the first three, four rounds. I knew I wanted Travis Etienne. So in a PPR league. That's just kind of where we're at. D-Mike on the clock, Jamar Chase and Mark Andrews, two guys that could finish at number one at their position. I like what he's doing. There's Debo Samuel. I feel like mid to late third Debo is a gift there too. For sure. Um, the amount of touches that he gets and how effective he is with those touches, I feel like Debo Samuel is electric with Jamar Chase. That's a nice one too for D-Mike. Jared follows yeah. it with James Conner. Um, do you have Conner over Akers and Montgomery? Conner over Akers and Montgomery, yes, I do. It feels bad, but it's probably right. He's not a sexy pick. Look, he's yeah. like, he's not. I don't know exactly what to relate him to because he's just the guy that's going to get the job done. He is. I, I'm I'm trying to think, man. I I I got nothing, but. He is just that. He's not sexy. He's not exciting. You're not going to leave your draft and be like, oh, man, I'm really glad I got James Conner. But what he is going to give you most of the time is a running back one week. He'll give you enough volume. There's not really anyone there that I'm you know, really worried about taking his workload. You know, you've yeah. got Eno Benjamin there, Darrell Williams, two guys I'm not totally different tiers. worried about. Exactly. James Conner is the only one that profiles as, you know, anyone close to a workhorse back. And he's probably going to be their main goal line option, as we saw last year. Even if he drops back down to 10 touchdowns, I think you're still getting fair value in the third round. Yeah. A, a guy that'll touch it 18 to 20 times on an offense like that. You really can't go wrong in the third, especially when you get to start with Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs. No complaints there right. for Jared Holland. The man knows what he's doing. Been at the turn here after Higgins Acres goes DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson. So two DJs there. Um, I've been a little bit down on Deontay Johnson, and it's not the Pickens hype that's been going on. Anybody that listens to the show has heard me say all offseason, I don't think he repeats volume-wise. Um, I think he and Ben had a pretty special connection, although it was only a year or two. I think it's going to be hard to repeat. Um, been force feeding the ball to Deontay, but sure he's uber talented. Let's see who, what receivers did he take Deontay over? Terry Sutton, Waddle, DK, Mike. Probably would have gone Mike Williams over Deontay personally, um, or Allen Robinson, Hollywood Brown. But yeah, they're all in the same tier. So you got to take the guys that you believe in. Maybe he's got some personal history with Deontay too. Yeah, you know it. I don't. I don't dislike the Deontay pick, especially you know, PPR, it, it's someone who has produced in the past. Do I, I have questions and that they've been noted. Mitch Trubisky being on the team, being the main point of concern, but look, the team is well coached. You have Mike Tomlin who, however he's done it, he has had a winning record every yeah. single season. He's been a head coach. And I do not think that this team will all of a sudden fall off the face of the earth it's not like Trubisky is a terrible, terrible quarterback, but he, you know, he has supported fantasy weapons, relevant fantasy weapons in the past. But I don't, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like 
now all of a sudden, like, you know, Pickens and Deontay jo- uh, Johnson are relevant or Claypool and someone else. It's the guys on this team that I'm interested in at cost, maybe um, Najee Harris and yeah. Deontay, if he falls a little bit further, it'd make me more comfortable. But I think in the fourth round, I could talk myself into it, especially Pat, at the turn. Pat Fryermuth has gotten so cheap, too. I'm okay. I'm back in at price for sure. He's he's going sure. in the teens as far as what round. He's a late round option. Um. Oh, Hollywood Brown. I was about to say I'm going to go Hollywood here, but a ah. little snipe action leaves me with Allen Robinson, one of my favorites, my darlings from the off season. Um, I it's believe it was pick. March where or whenever that trade happened. I said to Dustin, Allen Robinson is a top 15 receiver. Might have been bold, but we're starting to see some bigger sites ranks have Allen Robinson in that 15 to 20 range. So I everybody's on board right you, now. If you didn't pick him, then I would have picked him. He is, he's raising up my ranks, rising up my ranks as well. I like just to looking that. at other people's um, situations. I feel like there are, there aren't many better options. There are a couple guys right now that I'm looking at that I, and there goes one of the guys that I was looking at, Brandon Cooks. This that doesn't make oh, me feel good. Jacob um, with the hammer, real quick. Jacob always, always with the smart picks right before me, always knows exactly who I want. So I'm going to pivot to a guy I know that I like in the fourth round in DK wow. Metcalf. Say what you want about the offense. DK Metcalf is an alpha receiver and someone that I am not super worried about. After that, he's getting too wide. cheap. He, DK, it, it's getting out of hand, especially on Yahoo. You're getting him in the seventh round right now. You will not be yeah. in our home league because he will not go past me. And then I don't think I can bypass Terry McLaurin in the in the fifth. Good with it. So, look, it's not not my favorite build. I honestly overlooked Judy, which is my fault. Didn't have him queued up. That you know, running a show and doing a draft sometimes you <laughs> miss some opportunities. But thank God this is a fake draft, and it, there's no money involved. All I have to do is look at the board and feel sad later. And All right, I'm gonna go Juju here. Um, I was between Juju and Josh Jacobs. Jacobs would have put a little bit more pressure on old D Mike at the seven spot, having only one. Maybe sure. he falls to him. But Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Juju, three guys that I love to go with Taylor and Fournette. Couldn't be much happier. Dustin, I propose, and to the 12 guys in this league, at the end of the sixth round, we hit the pause button for a minute and analyze what we're seeing as far as team builds, um, some trends. Just take a quick look at the board for five minutes or so. Everybody can grab a drink, and then we will resume for the second half. Um, anybody in the group chat that is opposed to that go ahead and say it you have no power anyway a little bit of an intermission upcoming for some quick hitting analysis i like it i like it especially with the 30 second clock yeah it goes very fast we're gonna need to fill some time and we i want to analyze some of these teams i like that because at the end analyzing a full team it's 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 a lot and you're not really in the heat of things so josh jacob just going Amon Ross St. Brown, we know he's a favorite of D. Mike. And getting through this, a guy that is still on the board, that is, I mean, there are a few guys that are still on the board, and it's kind of shocking to me. I will be keeping an eye on a few of these guys as we get closer and closer to the sixth round. When you get to the sixth and two quarterbacks are off the board, you know the guys that you're drafting know what they're doing because home leagues will not look like that. You will no. not get to the end of the fifth and look at Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray on the board. Right. Um, thank you. I'm walking here. Takes one. Um, Civil Food Fights on Twitter. A great follow. Pat Fryermuth, big fan. He's a big fan. Um, Joni Main on the clock. I see your green dot, so you're here. Let's see what we do here. Cortland Sutton. Dustin, you like Sutton over Judy. I do. Um, Kamara Jones, Akers, Sutton is a nice start to the draft. That's a really nice start. Um, even if you go with, well, I mean, then that, that a lot of those oh. are auto picked. 
and it it hurts it hurts my soul the computer knows <laughs> well sure you know I've, I've seen a few things out there on the interwebs talking about how if you let the the computer auto pick you're just getting the best value in each round which i don't know if i necessarily agree with that one is probably ego you take but a lot of the some... fun out of fantasy football if you think that for way. sure you want to be the one to make the mistakes not the computer i think ben was sniped there by whether it was Joni Main or Sleeper, they sniped Bateman from Ben. He pivoted. Mm-hmm. I'll take another Raven and go Dobbins since I only have Mixon, and it gets really thin really quick. Follows it, it with does. another one of our favorites, Darnell Mooney. Dustin, we're going to be fighting over Bateman, Mooney, Hollywood in our home league. It does not yes, make me happy. One of us will get two of them. The other one will get mm-hmm. one. Um, yep. I think I've done about 40 to 50 mock drafts. And I mean on Excel, not on Sleeper. Right. I need to start doing them on Sleeper because it's faster. But filling right. in an Excel spreadsheet with the mind of Dustin right before me, sending it to him, asking him questions, and he gives me literally nothing in return. Yeah. So good luck. I, I don't know what you're going to do, but I have a <laughs> feeling it's Swift or Chase. Good luck. Good luck. Because you know what? I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't have any clue i'm just going to be rolling with the punches not buying as we are in the sixth round wide receiver run happening right before our eyes and boy oh boy what a time to have dk metcalf and terry mclaurin as your two wide receivers am i right it it doesn't feel good no it shouldn't it really shouldn't there's not neither one of those guys has a floor of a wide receiver one if that makes no. sense. When you when you look at Keenan Allen, AJ Brown, Debo, Pittman, Evans, all those guys, right. everybody has a, a solidified one. I don't think Metcalf yeah. gets in the top twelve. It doesn't feel good. Uh it but really that's doesn't. the price of Kyle Pitts. That is the price you pay for who you believe to be an elite tight end. I said you, not yeah. we. So we'll see right. if that's worth I think a he second. I think he does take the the step forward this year, at least you know, a step forward. It might not be into the stratosphere of the tight end one overall, but I feel like he is going to be, I, I look at it as I have three wide receivers and I get like a bonus spot because Kyle okay. Pitts will produce as a, you know, even if it's a high end wide receiver two. That's like keeping Kelsey in the second. I mean, you're getting digs in your flex. Right, right. Rashad Penny for D Mike. Yeah. Um, do you think Rashad Penny in the sixth is because of the hernia surgery, or should he be in the sixth? I mean, Rashad Penny's already banged up himself, and I have questions about Rashad Penny, as I'm sure a lot of people do. I yep. think I know, you know, D-Mike has his processes. He explained on our episode when we interviewed him. He's very sharp, knows his numbers. Sure does. He, All right, hold got, on. He, 15 seconds here. Real quick, um, yep. because Jacob has a quarterback, Hurts or Kyler, one of them will come back. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders here. I still believe in the talent. He is a freak wow. athlete. If he gets hot, I think they feed him plenty. And as a third running back in the sixth, I don't have to worry about running back now for three or four more rounds and just take the receivers uh, that fall. As I'm sniped again. That by, was your floor guy right there. <laughs> that was my floor guy. It hurts. It hurts a lot. I need to pick one guy, and then we need to pause for some analysis. Station identification. Station identification. <laughs> I'm here in the sixth. I'm going to have to – got to do something here. So I'm going to go with my gut here and go with Jalen Hurts. All right. The draft and- has been paused for the moment. Jalen Hurts, I, I actually really wanted you to take Kyler so that I could get Hurts, but I'm fine with Kyler on the way back here. Unless you go Kyler right here. Yeah, I'm going to double tap quarterback <laughs> in a single quarterback league in the sixth and seventh round and absolutely light this draft on fire. All right, Dustin, no. give me a quick analysis of how you feel about your team. Guys that are in the draft, if you want to give a short paragraph um, one or two sentences of something you would change or what you like about what you've done. We will read them when we get to you. We'll go in order. Yeah. Dustin, kick us off. I'm tired of drafting around Jacob is the, is the, the analysis here. But also, I don't love my team. I, I, I'm happy with so like my guys. My guys are on my team. 
Travis Etienne, Kyle Pitts. I like Jalen Hurts this year, of course, and Christian McCaffrey. I never have any of him. I think there, there's some star power here. I think that there is some some real upside with the league, but I don't feel safe. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like I have guys on top-tier offenses, so it's tough to feel uber confident about it. Looking around the league, though, I really like some of the builds that I'm seeing. You know, Jacob has built a really solid team, you know, wide receivers in his flex and already has all the starters along with Austin Eckler. You know, you've got Mr. Meeseeks, who also follows a similar path, even with Darren Waller. And I like this value on Zeke. I think in the third round, he could easily go in the second and you'd be justified. So, yeah. There are there are some builds. I think it's it's going to be fun to see how this develops into the second half of the draft because, like you said in you know earlier in this draft, these guys are sharp. We haven't seen a lot of reaches here. Uh, I f- honestly feel like I might have been doing the the worst <laughs> job out of anyone in oh, this God. draft. I don't love my team, but the post draft projections have Dustin at. Three and eleven, <laughs> not Three making eleven. Um, I don't. I like the names. My thing with your team is this: it could go right. If it goes right, For it sure. could be really fun. And it's a long draft. The chances you... of it going right, I feel like, are smaller than you would like. There's a lot that could go wrong, and it wouldn't take much. Right. right. Um, James Robinson. On some guys. James Robinson expected to play by week one is. Crazy I'm, news for a man named Etienne. I, uh, I but your keepers pushes him so down. I, I like it. <laughs> I hope it pushes him down even further in other drafts. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna make him even cheaper. Don't. I'm not worried about it. Look, we're a year removed from Travis Etienne being injured. He's finally healthy. He's looked great all camp. You have James Robinson who has not been actually practicing. Yes. He, he is yeah he's does he come back well, to his does he come back to a zeke tony pollard second half of the no, season 100 percent of the 100 okay. percent chance that, no, that was my question Achilles. Of for the night guys we have years worth of data yes it it just throws me through a loop like that makes me see. feel confident that you won't be taking acres in, th- in the third of our home draft because he also had an achilles i'm uh, very much looking forward to you taking him jacob uh auto draft started with eckler tyreek hill josh allen uh, a lot of upside there could have been worse. I know that's not your style to go running back or quarterback that early, but nice recovery with Brandon Cooks, Jerry, Judy, Adam Thielen, three guys that should get a lot of targets. Um, and I'm curious to see what you do at running back. There's still some names here. I think you're actually okay with Gibson in the seventh. Maybe Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson is somebody that you're, you're qualifying as a running back too, which would be fine for your build. Moving on, mm-hmm. Coach Trav, three. Got lucky with Taylor at the 103. Fournette, I'm fine with at two. Um, the receivers are my happy spot right now. Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Juju are three guys that I enjoy cheering for and I think are in great, great spots to succeed. And then Miles Sanders in the sixth. It feels like a reach because industry-wide, there's a lot of hate for Miles Sanders. There was a time last year where it was a banged-up Sanders splitting with Gainwell, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard at times. I think we see a lot more of Sanders and Gainwell, and I think Sanders is a better player. Maybe not as good of a receiver, but I think as a pure runner, if that offense gets rolling and he's part of it, I think he starts to get to 60-40, maybe 65. Miles Sanders is a great running back. Um Mr. Me Seeks. Is that how we say it? Mr. Me Seeks. Yeah, Mr. Me Seeks. That's a, he, Mick, a Rick and Morty reference. Ah, I see. He says he's happy with the roster. Obviously going to have to rotate RB2, but he's okay with it considering the receivers. Let's see if we agree. Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Hollywood Brown, Brandon Ayuk. I would have to agree. You probably have the best receiving core in the league so far. That's solid. Uh, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Mike Williams might give you a run, but Jefferson, CeeDee Hollywood IU is nice. Dustin, you just said Zeke in the third, especially with that kind of build, is really yep. nice value. He's going to have a great floor. Darren Waller in the fifth still grabs an elite tight end. I personally have Waller over Kyle Pitts. 
So to get him three rounds later is incredible value. Great draft so far. Let's see where quarterback and running back depth fill out for you. LeVar. Yeah, Darren Waller is a lot like Kyle Pitts, just worse. That's all. Uh, if Kyle Pitts gets anywhere close to prime Waller, what we've seen, healthy Waller. I don't even have to say prime. He's still in his prime. Uh, I'll be shocked. Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams, Elijah Mitchell. Great running back room. A.J. Brown, Gabriel Davis. I don't love Gabriel Davis, but I'm starting to warm up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then Herbert in the fourth. It's early in a 12-team, but if you're going to go early, he's one of the guys to do it. Dustin, you can take the next three, and then I'll finish it up with the 9, 10, 11. Or the 10, 11, 12. Oh, we're just going to break down each team, huh? Real quick, all the way through. Oh goodness! We're not going to do uh, it after. We'll, we'll talk. We'll just finish the the core. All of the right. Team. So, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, two pounders to start the draft for him. And then, of course, I like the the value that you get on AJ Dillon in the fifth. Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle, and Drake London round on his wide receivers. That's really, really solid for the sixth spot. D Mike, of course, going. A little bit of a patient running back strategy. Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, Debo Samuel, his top three picks, and then David Montgomery and Rashad Penny. So kind of a fragile running back build, but you know what? He knows his numbers. Let's see if it pays off. And then, of course, the sun god, as he calls him, Amon Ross St. Brown on his roster. He's got balance, and he's got upside. I'd really like to see that. And then, of course, J-Red Holland, Cooper Cups, Devon Diggs. That is a dynamic duo, too high volume talented receivers on high powered offenses that's if you're going to start wide receiver that's the way you go james connor josh jacobs clyde edwards i i don't think i look i hate it to be honest with you it it doesn't make me feel good but uh it's not my team i I, look at my team i have two running backs and then i have dk metcalf and terry mclaurin i am sad I'm in no place to make this <laughs> to make this you judgment. Said you of hate his build. I um, think the build is fine. I'm not in on Clyde, but uh, I, I I actually I like think that's, Jacobs. That's really it. I hate Clyde. <laughs> I, I just I can't draft I can't, him. I can't pull the trigger on him. But, but Josh Jacobs, Jacobs in the fifth is good. I, it, I I like Josh Jacobs in the fifth, and then Mike Williams. Look, the, the wide receiver room alone, killer. That upside yeah. any any you win week, a lot of weeks. You can win games with that round finish it up travis and we'll continue the draft all right real quick eli with a swift barkley Pittman. i love the first three i'm not personally sold on michael thomas yet um but lamar can make up for that kittle obviously is in that elite group the fourth is probably right for kittle i personally like to wait one more for waller but everybody has their guy kittle it has won people a lot of championships so uh, Eli, has. true to brand, well balanced there. Hey, I'm walking here, Mr. Civil Food Fights. Najee Harris, Brees Hall, hold down the running back room. Devontae Adams, T. Uh, Higgins, and Elijah Moore. I have no issues with that. And Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure how I feel about having two Jets. That's the only thing for me. I think getting off to a fast start is very important. Something that it's we've really been saying over for the Jets last too. few weeks. Yeah, and Brees Hall and Elijah Moore coming out of the gate right it could be Joe rough flacco gonna be throwing them some balls i'm yep. looking forward to seeing that the 11 spot we already talked about a little bit camara jones acres i like all three i know you're out on acres i think he's gonna be just fine sutton and bateman we love godwin i think the six is probably right um based on recent reports of him coming back earlier than initially thought i still don't buy him coming back before week six to eight he, he could um we definitely won't see the Godwin that we know before those six to eight, that window. But right. if you're thinking second half of the year and let Kamara Jones acres carry you there, then I like the plan. Finally, Ben Mixon and Dobbins. Dobbins was the, the pivot mid draft from Bateman. Kelsey, everybody loves. I'm fine with him in the second, obviously uh, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Darnell Mooney. I love those three. Um, you've got upside with, with, those three receivers for sure. Deontay, if he resembles last year, even 80%, I really like that receiver room. Dustin, let's kick off this seventh round. Let's do it. First pick of the seventh, Kyler Murray to Dustin would be disastrous. (laughs) 
Uh, here we go. All right, so I'm back on the clock. I've had a chance to survey what's around me, what does my team need, and I've decided that I need some upside as well as um, some positional flexibility, and I'm going to go with Tony Pollard in the seventh round. Interesting. Tony Pollard over Antonio Gibson. Yeah, because... He's falling look, too fast. He he is a stone in a river. He is a large, large stone in a river. I think he's he, getting out of hand. I think I think he's working airport security now in Washington. As Jacob does pull the trigger on Antonio Gibson, I thought about it, but with Terry McLaurin on my team, I wasn't going to do that to myself. That's a good call. Grab a little bit of that of that Cowboys offense for sure. Um, there's there's some upside with Pollard. There's not a position player here that I feel like I have to have, so it is going to be Kyler Murray for me. I'll take the upside and the floor with the legs. That man runs fast, and he is. Really fun to All watch right. when he's the on whiskey your team. toddler himself, yep. Kyler Murray, in the seventh round. I don't uh, hate it. We got a call out from Jacob for you. Okay, Dustin, justify Pollard over Gibson. I need to hear it. Go. Sure. So it's purely upside and the role in the offense. I feel like I talked about it last year. I think the role is very similar, if not upgraded, this year. I think he's going to see more volume, and I think we're really looking at a more of a pass catcher, Debo Samuel type role, where you're he's going to be structured into the game plan. He's going to be manufactured touches for. So I think he there's not going to be weeks where Tony Pollard just goes missing like we saw last year. They need weapons. They have one in Tony Pollard. There's no reason why we can't see them use him like we might see in Green Bay with. Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon. So I, a lot of it I just talked about though, in that I didn't want Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the biggest part of it. Had I not taken Terry McLaurin, I like upside. And uh, I feel like if I would have taken Antonio Gibson, that would have capped my upside since they can't score touchdowns on the same play. All right. Ramondre Stevenson over Damian Harris. Are you in that? That camp over Damian Harris? I am not the biggest Ramondre Stevenson fan, but the noise is getting very loud. And Damian Harris, look, I feel like it's not that Damian Harris has done anything necessarily wrong, but we talked about it. At least I've said it all offseason. Damian Harris is replaceable. What he does, you can get 40 guys to do exactly what he does. He just runs the ball. He does not catch the ball. Ramondre Stevenson does what Damian Harris does and catches the ball. Okay? He okay. is also a guy that can get 15 touchdowns on the ground and be the running back 15 for you. Damian Harris is expendable now. So Okay, I so compare him the to hype. the running backs that went right after. Let's include so, Damian Harris in that group. Do you like him sure. over those guys? I like him over Devin Singletary. I okay. think Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds are guys I would have taken over Ramondre, but I understand the pick and the, the, the thought process as, wow, Damian Pierce going in the eighth round. Talk about hype now. <laughs> this guy, it's happening. It You're going to start ha- to see this, though, as we get close to real draft season. People see one or two things. All it yep. takes is one or two clips, and or maybe they're from Houston and they have watched the game. Um, right. Real quick, Jacob... Um, we talked, Jacob, Ben, and Dustin and I talked Alan Lazard today. Dustin and Ben and myself are taking the over of 1,000 yards. Jacob is taking the under $20 bet from all of us. Um, I really don't see a world where Alan Lazard has less than 1,000 yards. I really don't. Uh, good joke there, though. Jacob throwing a punch at Ben saying he saved him from himself. Uh, by getting sniped Alan Lazard right before Ben could take him. Ben, that would have been a nice fourth receiver there on that offense for sure. I like that. I like that. Man, it it is looking at this board. It is very difficult. We've got some really talented drafters here, and it's making my job miserable. And I think they enjoy it. I really do. I feel like we have people here. I, I, I hope they do too. Because I am just looking at this and thinking, okay, I, there are only a couple guys that 
that I really feel like, I mean, we're getting in the eighth, ninth round. I'm really going to have to start. I mean, I have to take some guys that are going to be projected for volume. And you went Tyler Boyd. I think it's a little bit of a reach. I don't love anybody here. And I think Tyler Boyd, if something were to happen, is going to be an every week starter. He's not in my lineup right now. We're drafting guys with upside. I think yeah. what we call a wide receiver handcuff. Oh, man. Who will I I Tyler Boyd over under 850 yards. Uh, probably right at it. Probably that's probably a really good Which line. in the at the end I of the eighth, this. I'm oh, okay I with hate it. This. Okay, I'm gonna hate doing this. This is gonna feel really disgusting. Don't do Amari Cooper. Oh my god. Uh, I <laughs> just I don't you want Look, to, you want Amari Cooper, but you will. I can't force you to take Jacoby Brissett in a super uh, flex sixteen teamer. Make it make sense. We're in the eighth to ninth turn, man. Like uh, you got ten you seconds. You got ten seconds. This is okay. ha- happening fast. Okay, so I like that had, one. You saved yourself. I had to get some guaranteed volume. I look. I know these guys. Look, Amari Cooper's gonna see eight to ten targets a game. So okay. I think I think as a wide receiver three, he's about as safe as I was gonna get to like solid volume. There's a couple guys that I I, I really want to keep an eye on as we get through, but goodness, that didn't feel Sky Moore over over Traylon Burks is is tough for me to swallow. I don't like any rookies, even though Burks is the right pick here, I won't do it. Staying true to my myself. Garrett Wilson, I'm scrolling by. Claypool, I don't mind here. The old me would take Ronald Jones here, but I don't feel like it's in my best interest. I'm going to take Daryl Henderson as a fourth running back. I think he gets enough work to be flex-worthy many weeks. I think we're going to see a lot of quarterbacks coming off the board here. You know, there's guys, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady still on the board. What do you what do you make of the Tom Brady taking time away from the team? Uh, is it? It something... doesn't mean anything, Dustin. It means you mean nothing. He... Are you sure? Are you sure it doesn't mean he's just done with football? He needs a break it, after twenty three years. People are he's just, just searching. He can't for figure something. out. He can't figure out how to deal with the media. All, all the pressure. It's probably the pressure, Trav. That is getting to Tom yeah, Brady, the seven-time Super Bowl <laughs> champion. The pressure before the season in the preseason is what's getting to him. D-Mike, you've, you've completely lost me here, and I love you, but you have lost me. From the sixth round on, Rashad Penny, Singletary, another Buffalo Bill, and another Seahawk. You're going well, to frustrate yourself here because none of those guys are a clear starter and they're handcuffed. And I don't know who you start each week. I feel like you could start Singletary and Penny and the other two guys score. You put them in the next week and then the first two guys score. I think you're going to have a headache here. I don't love the strategy unless you think there's a clear one there and you're just drafting insurance. Julio Um, Jones in the ninth round. I love that pick. Compared to the guys here, he's got the most upside, I think. Uh, All right, so let's, let's compare Julio Jones then to a couple guys because since we're right here... Julio Jones or Russell Gage, who has, you know, the chance for a better a better season? Then, I think Julio will be drafted first in most rounds. Um, I think when all is said and done this year, Russell Gage beats him out by a little bit. Okay, all right. You know, I I'm I'm certainly not in a position where I'm going to argue. I think that another interesting guy and in possibly even same upside we're talking not high volume roles and gonna need high value targets marquez valdez scantling julio jones i'm looking at the board here and i see trey lance at 105 and i and we've done a lot of mocks together do you think that hurts in the sixth is worth it as opposed to lance let's call it the ninth or tenth when you've Worth got it. when you've got DeAndre Hopkins, Lazard, Devontae Smith, would you prefer one of those guys and Trey Lance or Hertz and who you're taking here? Hertz and let's say Hertz and Woods. Sure. Um Hopkins, that's a good Hopkins question. and Trey Lance or Hertz and Woods. That's a really good question. 
that's tough because I feel like Hertz has I don't know if better weapons is the way to say it because he, I feel like the weapons, if anything, are equal. It's more of a do I think that Trey Lance is going to run like Jalen Hurts will, and I'm not sure. I don't necessarily you, know. If you he think Hurts has more rushing yards than Trey Lance? It's a possibility. I've been sure. seeing a lot on TikTok and Twitter people mm-hmm. saying over under Trey Lance around a thousand plus yards. He's not gonna ground, run. I don't. Which I do is not a think- lot. He's not going to run for 1,000 yards. But if he's not confident in his arm and it starts to look shaky, he's throwing some picks, they're losing games, it won't take much for him to say, screw it, I'm running when I have it. Sure. I don't have to show people that I can throw dimes. I'll I'll run the play action. I will take off. I feel like Kaepernick did that for a while. He was – and it it's – it's not something that you love to see at the beginning of the year because they, they go through yeah. a little bit of growing pains. But once they decide to just take off, I Hertz did that last year. He's like, I'm going to yeah. prove I'm a thrower. And it wasn't working. And he said, forget it. I'm just rushing for 10 touchdowns or eight, whatever he had. He was like, I'm just yeah. going to take it myself. I, look, I don't hate it. I really don't. I feel like there there is some merit to it. There, there really is. But looking looking at their situations... Who do I feel like we've already seen that from Jalen Hurts? We've already seen a top, you know, what was he quarterback? Was he quarterback eight last year? I think, I think six. Six. I'm uh, going Gainwell Jaylen- here. Speaking of Eagles, uh, I'll let you touch on Jalen Hurts real quick at the turn. I'm going to go Gainwell, get a little bit of my own insurance. If either one okay. go down, I've got a, a rock star in Gainwell or Sanders. So, so you're going to handcuff in the... Philadelphia I, backfield. I think he has okay. standalone value. I, I don't. I wouldn't mind starting both of those guys. D. Mike started talking about um, starting Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon on the same team. I think there's weeks mm-hmm. where I would be fine given the matchup starting yeah. Gainwell and Sanders. Look, this is this is money time right now. Uh, we are in the money time, and this is where I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I there are guys that I know I like, and one of them being a guy that I expect to have positive touchdown regression and who caught his first career touchdown, Jacoby Myers. He is the one on that team. I like it. And you know what? Despite what you've heard, despite everything that you want to listen to, Jacoby Myers is the number one in that offense. And now we're into the time of the draft. I've said it before, Trav, that you throw ADP out the window, especially at the turn, but also when it's your past round 10, you just get guys you think can contribute. And the one guy I've been beating the drum for, and I think he is the guy to have on your roster late in drafts, Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> from Kansas City. No way. You hate CH, but you love Pacheco. They, exactly. Exactly. They're not remotely the same players. Goodness. All right, I am going to go Zach Ertz here. I was hoping i didn't see jacob taking a second tight end so i thought i was safer than i was even i will go Ertz. i will stack it up with kyler i didn't even realize until about three minutes ago that i didn't have a tight end because all the mocks i've done i already have kelsey and don't right. don't even look at him uh but that was a gift i think in the 11 seconds to round out the starting lineup was nice for sure as someone who has only been on pace to be the tight end four when he's played with kyler murray I think that's a solid pick. You don't have to worry about, do I have to pick a Albert O or a Hunter Henry or someone else? You know, you've got, you've got your guy and a guy who could very easily and has done in the past finishes as a tight end, tight end one, Travis. He's a top 12 tight end. I just read Spiller as CJ Spiller. Because I'm looking at the picture He's of Devin coming Singletary, out of retirement there, and I thought D. Mike just went triple. Bills running backs. Yes, C.J. Spiller has long gone. Uh, Raheem mm-hmm. Mostert in the 11th. You love to see it. Crowded backfield there. I think Sonny yep. Michelle gets more than people want to say. Nobody's talking about it, but Sonny's coming off of a very successful season, and it's a run-first coach. So, given the injury history of Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds getting banged yeah. up. Sonny Michelle could Brian be a Robinson. nice late sleeper. A couple things. Brian Robinson this late going in the 11th round with, look, we're all just kind of prognosticating here, but 
Brian Robinson, <laughs> this a sentence that we're that should be you know ready to fly out of our mouths is Brian Robinson starting running back for the Washington Commanders. We just have to prepare for it because he's he's receiving rave reviews. He is secure with the ball. He's a guy that doesn't excite you like James Conner, but you know what? He gets the job done. Also, have you seen interviews by Mike McDaniel for, from Miami, the head coach? He's just such a like the dude is like a TV character. He it's like he's written so well. Yes. And I feel like I just I think love watching do, him interview. I think it's going to be great there. I really do. Yeah. He's so a player, you are he's a player's coach. So would you say he is or would you say that Tua is a top 12 quarterback then because of Mike McDaniel? No. No, Tua will be the reason that they don't have the success that they should. Oh wow! So you just put you're, you're gonna pile on right on to Tua then? Yes, uh, I have not backed off of that. I will continue to stay on that until he proves me wrong. Wow, stay hating. He wow. sounds like a really nice guy in his interviews. Uh, sure, I enjoy the the post games when they win. Mm. He's in a great mood. I yeah. enjoy Tyreek Hill hyping him up and Waddle saying that he's nice. The truth is. Yeah. You just have to watch them throw, and it tells you everything you need to know. We got Buffalo Bills going off the board in the 12th. Yep. Ben, that's early. Ben, that is early. Take flyers on handcuffs. Grab a second quarterback. Goodness. Did you already do that? Brady? Yeah. Okay, that's your first. Yeah, that's yeah I think I think you're going to find more value in getting Rodgers or Stafford to go with Brady because some one of these rushing quarterbacks goes down. You've got an immediate trade piece compared to the Bills who... Again, they start week one versus the Rams. You don't even want to play the defense that you drafted in week one. So I would not draft a defense until the very end of the draft, if at all. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry, well ben. said. Teaching uh, Just absolutely light Ben on fire. When Learn our... from my mistakes. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I got the Rams defense, and they just get torched for the first six weeks. And yeah. you could have had you could have had a handcuff that really comes in handy. Like Ronald for Jones. Sure. Ronald Jones, yeah, a guy who will be definitely valuable on another team this year. Uh, maybe after someone gets injured or, you know, he is on, in, on a Canadian football league team, he's going to be very valuable in some football if he, league. Absolutely. Wherever he goes, he's going to smash heads. He's so good. I'm going to take the number one receiver. It's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to believe that there is a team's wide receiver one still on the board. Oh, goodness. I'm going to take the number one in New England, Devontae oh, Parker. I, knew it. Oh, goodness. I think yeah. taking him two rounds after Jacoby Myers, they should have similar stat lines. Devontae Parker has a little bit more juice in the body, not not age-wise, but I think he's a, a more, more physical receiver. I'll take Devontae Parker in the 12. Okay, well, that's fine. There is still a a potential wide receiver one for their team on the board right now, and he's a rookie. And in the Ooh. 12th, I'm going to take Wandale Robinson from the Giants. A um, lot of people up on Wandale talking about how he's going to he's gonna be that guy for them in the slot. You know, the Sterling Shepard just eating up all the targets. He's explosive, and I like the way he plays. Now I'm left with another flyer. I need a guy that can give me some upside. Maybe he provides something that we just don't have out there. And for that, I'm going to go with Rondale Moore. For the Arizona Did you Cardinals, just go Wandale, Rondale, Wandale, Rondale. Wow, um, I was about I just, to say that Wandale sounds like a little kid in Arizona rooting for Rondale, who just <laughs> can't pronounce it yet. And he's like, "Come on, Wandale!" And now you've got Wandale and Rondale. Mm -hmm. So now the kids cheering yeah. for his, and the dad who can pronounce it right gets his. That's right. I see what you did there. You're you're a family man, Dustin. Yeah, I like to keep it all in the house. You know, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Nico Collins here in the 13th. Oh, I wow. like what I see from Nico. I think that's good value. And uh, sure. I, I think I need to find the stat that I saw about a month ago. Mm. Of There was a stretch. Nico Collins was, was really, really good for the Texans. He was in the groove. And then injury derailed it. So I think he has, a, he has a firm grasp on the number two for Davis Mills. Interesting. And again, he's kind of like Tyler Boyd. If something were to happen, Brandon Cooks has not been the the healthiest of receivers in his career. So that's, Nico that's Collins, way of putting it, it does not take much for Nico to be the one there. 
I just I can't get over you burning a pick on Devontae Parker. Is are there really people out there that feel like Devontae Parker is gonna be the guy in he, year? He was what is it now, fine seven? with Tua and Tua can't throw. That was years ago. That two was years ago. Two it, years ago. Yeah, and where what happened since then? He's been If awful. you like Mac Jones, like you do. I do. I do. Then you would think Personally, you have to think Devontae Parker is an 800 to 900 yard guy with five no, touchdowns. No, I do not. I do not. So who? <laughs> oh, you're Tyquan Thornton. I like Jacoby Myers. I like Kendrick Bourne. I like. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is going to be there, but I. So think you're Devon- saying Mac Jones under 4,000? Then I think he's going to approach it. I don't think he gets there probably this year. What? Um, yeah, I, I mean, this offense isn't going to be a 45,000 is nothing. He's not a rushing quarterback. Sure, but I feel like he's going to hit touchdowns. Like he's going to he's probably going to hit around 30 touchdowns. And I think it's going to be an efficient offense. I feel like how many guys with 4,000 last year? I not Oh goodness, how many I think we had that stat before. I not that many. Uh, it wasn't Yeah, yeah, you find it. You find you find the number as we are finishing up the draft here. Amir Abdullah, Sony Michelle, Romeo Dubs. Ten guys. Going, ten guys. So about he a missed third it by less than two hundred yards. Okay, so and maybe he does. gets Devonte Parker. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll be good because of Devonte Parker. That's <laughs> yeah. what we're saying. I just oh goodness, I'm not taking any sort of flyer or anything on Devonte Parker. The dude's dust. Like, no, no, thank you. I've heard no buzz about him watching him for the last couple of years has been He's painful. not that guy. You don't need buzz. He just comes to the office, gets his 50 yards and a score. No, no, he uh, doesn't. You went back to back short receivers says D Mike with Wandale and Rondale. Actually is Pacheco. He's pretty short, right? Or is he bigger bodied? Pacheco is six foot. That's pretty big. I'll take it. Yeah. I, Jameson oh, Williams, Marlon Mack, the last two picks. There is a Sonny Michelle sighting. I see you. Um, Khalil Herbert in the twelfth. I like that pick. We've liked Herbert all off season. Who are some guys in these last three rounds that you think have serious potential? Other than the obvious ones like Madison McKissick. Sure. Who are some guys that that you think were really nice grabs by these guys? Yeah. So I think just for where they're going, obviously bias but i love pacheco i think he's someone you really really i'm being putting all my bias aside if you want a guy who has just as much of an upside in in winning a job on a high-powered offense isaiah pacheco needs to be on your roster that is 100 what i'm saying um but other than that looking for if we just want to focus on running backs i like some of these picks look getting a guy like george pickens in the 10th you know that's that's solid value Russell Gage, um, Traylon Burks is is a guy that I like in the 10th. We've talked about yeah. it. Um, we talked about it at the Expo with some really knowledgeable guys that Traylon Burks is most likely going to get off to a slow start. But then as rookies do, especially wide receivers, catching on about the halfway point, he should be the number one option on that team. I think and what we were saying, what you were saying was he's not worth a sixth. No, don't don't tenth. take him in the sixth. Yeah, but the yeah. tenth. Yeah, that's a the good call. Is Burks in the tenth is absolutely stealing. Ten nine, uh, almost the eleventh. It's like the media has been really trying to focus on what Traylon's doing wrong and what's going wrong with him. That Traylon is just being pushed down, and I'm not calling him a Jamar Chase or anything like that. But the dude is just so talented, and a physical specimen. He's going to be a factor in your fantasy leagues. And it, look, if I didn't take, if I didn't like. Jacoby Myers as much as I do I profile him you know he reminds me of a Deontay Johnson type um Traylon Burks is definitely someone I would consider because I you don't I don't want to call him AJ Brown but he's going to be in a high you know high power role looking mm-hmm. in the last you know how many rounds do we want to go out looking at potential because you're you're looking like I like the value in the eighth round of Tyler Lockett I like the eighth value round um, I like that too of Christian Kirk you know you you're kind of rolling the dice with a guy like uh Kadarius Tony and I feel like now that we know that Michael Thomas is probably going to be on the field week 1 with Jarvis Landry there still healthy Chris Olave loses some of his luster but look so at, you're you may, one thing in the draft that you said when sure. Julio Jones was picked is that you're okay with that 
Yeah. Which a month ago when he signed, your your immediate reaction was outside of top fifty. That's injury based. Obviously, you're you're accounting sure. for him not being there. If he was, yeah. let's say he does stay healthy, the receivers that he's going around right now, mm-hmm. Wilson, Landry, MVS, Pickens, Gage Myers, mm. in that offense with Evans and Godwin and Gage, do you think if everybody's healthy, you can start Julio Jones if you need 10 points? Or would you you prefer Jacoby Myers to get you that 10? I would prefer Jacoby Myers. I think so too. Because Julio Jones, Julio Jones is going to be, you know what, a perfect example. Uh, Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to Julio Jones. I was going to compare him to Devontae Parker, but Julio Jones is going to be a guy where you really are not able to predict when he's going to get that touchdown because he's not going to be walking into a volume role. I think he's going to try and fill that Rob Gronkowski-esque type, that mm-hmm. sl- that big slot, red zone, you know, post-corner threat guy who can just go up and get it. And you look, you don't have a better option to throw the ball than Tom Brady. Julio Jones, Mike Evans is a similar type prospect. Got guys that can also catch in Chris Godwin. That is a red zone favorite of Tom Brady. Russell Gage, also a guy that can get open and separates very well. I just, I don't think you're going to, I mean, you're going to have to be able to predict when the touchdowns are going to come. And I just don't, I don't think that you're going to have a great time. I think in a pinch, in a flex spot, in a bye week filler, sure. But I don't think. Granted, you just got him near the 10th round, so I don't think that's bad value. But you're going to have a hard time picking when to start. He's going to be very boomer bust. Yeah, uh, Jared Holland says, as we close this out, before you take us out, Dustin, Mm -hmm. do you have any final words to Jared who says, I love how Dustin is, for the most part, just ripping apart my team, going after Julio and CEH, going at their neck, Um, (laughs) which you did. CEH, you said you hate him. Which is a bit a bit strong, but I I like the conviction in your voice. I also will not be <laughs> drafting CH. I don't know that I hate his guts as a human being. Final well, words me, and then take us out. Let me throw some love back at J Red because you know what? Getting Hopkins <laughs> in the seventh and Schultz in the eighth, solid, solid pick. And look, you picked up my man Trey Lance. I have Trey Lance everywhere. And this is my first time that I've actually pulled the trigger this early on a Jalen Hurts. So Do you regret buddy, it? You, I, a little bit, you painted some pictures for me that really made it clear. Like, Hey, I screwed up picking a quarterback, but they could be the same player. Exactly. Exactly. And so you, whereas I don't, do I love your first six picks? They're not my favorite, but you smashed (laughs) the second half of this draft. This is not a PC environment. You can (laughs) rip them up if you want. Um, you said you don't love his first six picks. Well, half of them are Cup, Diggs, Mike right. Williams. Right. I don't love half of the first six picks, but okay. I love the second half of this dude's draft. And look, I've said it before, and I'm going to reiterate, the way he pulled off the Hopkins in the seventh is the way you want to do it. He is rock solid at wide receiver. He's not going to have to want for a starter. And then you get a possibly top 15 wide receiver returning to you in, after six weeks. Forget about it. That dude's yeah. flex and wide receivers are going to be dangerous. All right, so, so now you're trying to just make up a little bit. Um, De- uh, Dalton Schultz in the eighth. We have not seen Schultz going after Hawkinson and Goddard in a long time. Right. Is that right. just this draft, or do you think that's the new norm? Oh, if that's the new norm, I need to reconfigure who I'm looking at at tight end because okay. Dalton Schultz is going to be vol- volume driven. Yeah, sure. I'm actually I'm actually good with Jared's first five. I think Connor and Jacobs give you a nice volume floor with the receivers that you got. So, mm-hmm. Jared, I like you more this draft than Dustin did. There's been drafts that he liked you more. <laughs> um, Dustin, close it out for us. Thank you guys for coming to the show. It was a lot of fun. We probably will have one or two more mock draft shows. That's about it, and then it's the real deal. Next time you see us on Tuesday night, we will have our home league draft complete. One, hopefully both of us are very happy, but we will have bones to pick live on the show with who sniped who and who it was. Um, Absolutely. Appreciate y'all coming by.
Thank you all for hopping in. We will be back on Tuesday. And Trav, I just want to let them know who's going to be joining us for that show. It is the one and only Hall of Fame worthy top-notch superstar in the fantasy football community for a very long time, Yahoo Fantasy's own Scott Pianowski, and he's going to be spitting some facts at us, talking about all the things he's been writing about all offseason. We're going to ask him some great questions, get you guys some really great insight, so make sure you're staying tuned for that Tuesday night episode. Um, With that being said, y'all, that's been a mock draft for us, episode 64 in the books. Thanks so much for stopping by, and as always, losing sucks. Don't do it.